Let's talk about spies. The story in the Torah is that before the Jews were going to enter the land of Israel, they suggested sending spies. Moshe asked God whether they should or should not send spies. And God's answer was, I'm not telling you to send spies. If you do it, do it on your own. Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. Let's talk about spies. The story in the Torah is that before the Jews were going to enter the land of Israel, they suggested sending spies. Moshe asked God whether they should or should not send spies. And God's answer was, I'm not telling you to send spies. If you do it, do it on your own. And Moshe sent spies. He chose the leaders of the tribes and gave them the mission to go to the land, see, it, see what, what it's like, are the cities fortified, are the soldiers strong, etc., etc. The things that, that a spy is supposed to is supposed to uh, report back on. They came back and 10 out of 12 gave a negative report. They said, we can't go. These cities cannot be captured. 31 kings lived in, the, in Canaan land at the time. The cities, they said, were fortified with walls that reached up into the heavens. The people who lived there were giants, made us feel like grasshoppers, and it's impossible, it can't be done. The people were all disappointed, disillusioned, and they cried that night in their tents, the Torah says, and God was annoyed and said, now you're crying for nothing, but I will give you a reason to cry. And that night was the ninth of Av, Tisha B'Av, Many years later, Tisha B'Av would become the day in which the temple that Solomon built, the, the first Beis HaMikdash, would be destroyed. And then years after that, the second temple would be destroyed on the same night, on the night of Tisha B'Av. So it is a night for crying, a night of mourning. But then, the first time when the people cried, there was no reason to cry. God was angry with the spies. Moshe was angry with the spies. And it's one of the most tragic stories in, uh, in the Torah. Now, this needs a lot of explaining. First of all, God says to Moshe, I'm not telling you to send spies. It's up to you. Do it if you want. It's surprising that Moshe would then go ahead and send spies. Moshe lived his life 
devoted to serving God, to taking instructions from God. That's why he consulted with God. He came to God and asked, should we or shouldn't we? What is your will? What is it you want us to do? And God says, I don't want you to send spies, but if you want to, you go ahead. It's surprising that Moshe would do it under those circumstances. But then once he did do that, why is everybody angry at the spies and not at Moshe? If sending the spies was not a good idea, if it was a mistake, then it was Moshe's mistake. Also, when you send spies, you want them to come back with a report to tell you what the situation is, to make an evaluation. They came back, they gave a report, they made an evaluation, and everybody's angry at them. Nowhere in Torah does it suggest that their report was false or erroneous or misleading. Nowhere does it say that they were exaggerating and that they hadn't seen what they claimed to see. So it was an honest report. It was a factual report. It was, it was all correct. So what did they do wrong? Where is their sin? They were sent to spy and they spied. The simple answer is, when you send spies, when an army sends out scouts to spy out the enemy territory, it is the spy's mission and job to find the most effective, the most efficient, and the most successful way to pursue the battle, to win the war. If spies come back and say, we shouldn't be in this battle, and we are not going to win the war, then they are demoralizing the army, and they're interfering with the victory of battle. That was not their job. Their job is <clears throat> to find the best way to continue. It is, never their, it is never, with, never their role to decide whether or not the battle should be fought. The same is true with commandments. When God gives us a commandment, there is no question, there's no room for doubt or for hesitation. What we are told to do, that's what we're going to do. God said, go into the land and inherit it. Make it yours. Conquer the land. There was no questioning that. That was never up for discussion. It's not debatable. It's not negotiable. We're going to do the mitzvah. We're going to be what God wants us to be. We're going to do what God wants us to do. Why then spies? Well, when you do a mitzvah, you can do it in so many different ways, with so many different approaches, attitudes, feelings. What is the best way? What's the nicest way? What is the most perfect way to pursue this mitzvah? But whether we're going to pursue it, that is not the question. So the spies that go out and decide whether or not the mission should be, should be pursued, those are the bad spies. The good spies are the ones who come back and say, it's got to be done, I think we should do it this way. Here's the best approach. This is the easiest path to get us to where we need to be. So with every mitzvah, we have a commitment to doing the mitzvah that is not negotiable, that is pure, unadulterated 
devotion and faith that if God says to do something, it is possible, it will happen, and we're going to do it. But along with that, we should approach every mitzvah thoughtfully. We can all give charity. What's the best way for us, for each individual? We're all going to keep Shabbos. What are we going to do on Shabbos? How are we going to make our Shabbos the most meaningful, the most beautiful, etc.? That's what the spies are for. When God said, I'm not telling you to send spies, you do it, you decide, Moshe didn't hesitate because he understood what God was saying. It's not that God was disinterested in sending of the spies. What God was saying is, I give you the commandment, and that you must obey. But when it comes to approaching the mitzvah, this is your job. You do it. I, I want to see you invest something in the mitzvah from yourself. I'm not commanding you to do it. This is not something you do obediently. This is something you do voluntarily of your own and from yourself. In fact, God does this to us many times in history. He leads us to a certain place. He brings us to a border, to a threshold. He brings us to where we need to be. And then when we're about to do the, the, the deed itself, the mitzvah itself, then God says, I'm not telling you anymore. I'm not pushing you any further. Now, if you're going to go, make it voluntary. Now you decide. And that's true of everything in life. Our freedom of choice comes after God has already predetermined, prearranged, and set up a context, circumstances, in which we find ourselves, which was not of our own choosing and not of our own doing, even if we think it was. We find ourselves in a certain situation. God put us there through a sequence, a complicated, long sequence of events that led to my being here and your being there. And now that God has brought us to this point, now there's a mitzvah waiting to be performed. And now God says, that's it. It's up to you now. Now your freedom of choice kicks in. Now it's your decision. Now it's your move. I've brought you to where you need to be. Now do what you need to do, but do it on your own. God gives us a commandment and then tells us we have freedom of choice. Well, what does that mean? It means that there are no options. A commandment means this is what you have to do, not something else. There is nothing else. This is what you have to do. You, thou shalt not steal. That's the truth. That's right. That's the way it needs to be. There's no negotiating that. There is no arguing that. You can't find an excuse or a reason or a justification for stealing, because there is none. The commandment is, thou shalt not. End of subject. No spying when it comes to that. So when we start to negotiate with God about commandments, we are the bad spies. God says, thou shalt not murder, and we start to, uh, to reason with that. You know, but certain people need to be murdered. 
Certain people need killing. Uh, what about people who are inferior? What about people who are... There's no negotiating that. There is no murder. There is no killing. That is not negotiable, and no spy was ever hired or, or, or chosen for that task. However, after God has given us the commandment, which means there is no negotiating this, then God says, and now you have freedom of choice. So the freedom of choice means you can either do or not do. You can either fulfill or violate. But that has to come from you. There, the spy is good. It's good that we're doing it on our own initiative. It's good that we have the freedom to go either way. Because then when we go the right way, we're bringing ourselves into the act. We're putting ourselves into what is good and holy and true. If we didn't have the freedom of choice, goodness and holiness would exist, but we wouldn't count. We wouldn't be part of it. The commandment would not only silence our opinion, but completely erase our existence. We wouldn't count at all. This is the truth, this is right, this is as it should be, and you have no input, you have no value that you can bring to the mitzvah, to the commandment. But when God says, this is my commandment, and you have freedom of choice, that's telling us two things. There is no spying on the mitzvah. There's no spying on a commandment. You don't try to out-argue God's decrees. 